What's going on, everybody? Caleb Carter here, and you are listening to the very first episode of the Royal Pursuit Podcast. I'm so excited you're here. I'm excited that I get to be doing this. And my thought was I wanted to kick off with an introductory episode that just kind of gives you an idea of who I am, where I'm coming from, and why is this important to me. We'll talk about the tone and the nature of these episodes and what you can expect from them. And overall, my hope is just to have a conversation. So sit back, relax, and let's jump in. Okay, so here we are. Man, it is exciting to get to be here with you today. I've been thinking about this day for a long time. And I don't want this to be a long episode. I don't want to drag this out any longer than it needs to be. But my desire was really that you can get a feel for who I am as a person, what this show is going to be about, what is it going to look like, what is with the name, and maybe even have a little bit of something to chew on, uh, a little spiritual nourishment before the end of the show. And so that's my hope today. And to start, I want you to know who I am, know a little bit about my life. My name is Caleb Carter. I am born and raised here in Oklahoma. I am married to my beautiful bride, Becky. We've been married for a little over 12 years, been together for, gosh, I don't know, 15, 16 years now. And together we have three epic children. And so most of our days are spent trying to follow Jesus and raise these three crazy children. A little bit about me, I work in the regular world. I'm not a full-time minister. Um, I did go to school and get my bachelor's degree in biblical studies. So I do have a little bit of experience studying the text and digging in and wrestling with it. Uh, But my full-time job is spent more like a consultant. I do leadership development and stuff like that. Um, But overall, really, uh, just a family guy. uh, Love to hang out with my wife and our kids and like I said, just try to follow Jesus. And really, that's kind of the naming convention behind this podcast, The Royal Pursuit. What does that mean uh, and why that name? Well, I can remember we used to have this preacher at our church several years ago, and he would tell this story about when he was younger. There was this pastor, when he was baptizing people, he had this catchphrase that when he would dip them and bring them back up. He'd say, congratulations, now you have the rest of your life to go and figure out what it is you just did. And I love that idea, that concept, that following Jesus is a lifetime decision of what does this mean? What does this look like? We're all still trying to figure it out. And so that pursuit, that active effort of leaning into what you've been called to. And so Really, there's several passages in the New Testament that I took this name from, but I'm just going to share one today found in 1 Peter chapter 2, verse 9. And Peter writes, But you are a chosen people, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, God's special possession, that you may declare the praises of him who called you out of the darkness into his wonderful light. So I love this passage, this idea that we are a chosen people. We have been brought in, transformed to become a royal priesthood. That's who we are. And so when I think about this name, the royal pursuit, what I'm trying to communicate by that name is that each day we've got to wake up and realize that our royalty, our inheritance has been given to us. Now we've got to go and live in it 
and embrace it. Uh, recently, I preached a sermon and I talked about this idea that we have been raised talking about so much life after death, but Jesus spent, if not more time, talking about life before death, that the kingdom was now, that it was time to live this life of abundance and to live in the kingdom today and tomorrow. And so that's my hope from the royal pursuit, this idea that we've got to wake up each day and pursue and go out and embrace what God has given us. And so what does that look like? What does that look like for this podcast specifically? Well, overall, my hope is that this feels like a a casual conversation, like you and I are sitting at a table or in a car and you ask me a question, hey, Caleb, what do you think about this? And I'm just giving you my answer and we're having this dialogue. Now, it's a podcast, so obviously I can't hear your responses, but I do want to hear from you all, and I want to want to talk about the things that are interesting to you. And so we're going to have a way for us to be able to interact through emails or through social media to be able to have this active dialogue, because I am not the subject matter expert. I do not know the Bible and have all the answers, but what I do have is a commitment to the text, to be able to wrestle ask good questions, and talk about all the opportunities. And I think that's one of the big drivers for me to start this podcast. I listen to a lot of podcasts. I listen to a lot of preachers. And oftentimes I feel like there's there's just more left on the table that they didn't get to, or maybe that they were nervous to talk about because some things are uncomfortable. Um, and so for me, I feel like I've got a voice to contribute. And I want to grow with the listeners, with you guys. As we're unpacking these scriptures and you guys are hearing my thoughts, I want to hear from you and we can have this interaction and grow together because oftentimes there's so many different perspectives and so many different ways to look at something. I heard it from Marty Solomon on the Bama podcast that scripture is almost like a diamond. It's got all these different edges, all these different faces. And if I pick it up, I'm just gazing into it. I'm like, man, this is beautiful. And so then I toss it to you and I say, take a look and you grab it, but you're not looking at the exact same face of the diamond that I was. And you look and say, oh my gosh, you're right. This is gorgeous. And so that's the beauty of being in this community of believers that we're going to see the scriptures in different lights. And if we're committed to just wrestling with it together and talking about it, that's where life comes from. That's where we grow. And so that's my hope for this podcast Ideally, I want to focus mainly on the scriptures, digging into the scriptures and seeing these connections and the beautiful architecture of the word of God. And so we're going to spend a lot of time doing that, hopefully on the weekly or biweekly basis. But I also want to just cover topics like marriage and work and children and friends and all these different elements because there's all of this life that we have to live. And the Bible has something to say about all of it, but it's not always direct. And so we'll have episodes that are more topical. And then lastly, I want to be able to bring people on. I want to bring my wife in. I want you guys to hear from her and her side of what it's like being in the Carter house. Uh, But I've got friends and people in ministry that I just think that people need to hear what they're thinking and what's going on in their life. And so I hope that this show will be dynamic. I hope it'll be fun and interesting. But overall, I hope that you will come away with something substantial, something that you can be inspired or encouraged or convicted. I heard it said before that the Holy Spirit, what he does best is he troubles the comfortable and he comforts the troubled. And I think we need both at all times. I need to be troubled when I get too comfortable. And there's times where I need to be comforted when I'm troubled. And so I hope to be a partner with you in that, that we can have fun and we can look at the scriptures and we can grow as a community of believers. 
And so to kind of end this short little pilot episode, I, um, I want to share this reflection I've had over this last year. My wife and I bought this house a couple years ago, and I'm still getting used to it. And this house has a septic system. And if you're not familiar with the septic system, essentially it's your own little sewage maintenance facility underground. All of our waste from our bathrooms and our kitchen sinks and stuff, all of that goes into a big tank in the ground at our house because we're not directly in the city. But I have an aerobic system. And so what that does is it processes the waste in three different tanks and eventually becomes clean water that comes out of these sprinkler heads and sprays on your yard. Apparently it's safe. That's what I'm told. It gets bleached and everything. But when I bought the house, I noticed in the summer all the grass was green when it rained. Everything was healthy. But when fall came around and the weather started to drop, everything starts to die because there's no water. There's no nothing to feed it. But in my yard, there's these three massive patches of luscious green grass. And, you're, and I'm sitting there and I'm reflecting on this. And it's because these septic sprinkler heads show up every day at the exact same time. And they release all of that water. And it made me think just this simple concept that what gets watered grows. And I'll say that again. What gets watered grows. And that's what I love about the Bible and the wisdom of God is that you don't need to have a master's degree or seminary training to understand this concept that whatever I spend time watering and feeding in my life, that is what is going to grow. And so for us today, for you, the listener, just to stop and to reflect and to think, what in my life am I watering? What growth am I seeing? Am I seeing myself grow in anger and jealousy and greed and envy? Or am I growing more in my patience, in my peace, in my marriage, in my parenting, and and all these different elements in my life? What gets watered grows. And to be honest with you, that was a huge element of my, my background, how I came to faith. I've been a baptized believer for a decade now, but it wasn't until two years in did everything start to change. I was still struggling. I had addictions, and I was serving in the church. I was really active, uh, but nothing was really changing for me, and I wanted more out of life. And so I sat down at the dinner table, and I decided to commit to God that I would read the book of 1 John all the way through every day for 30 days straight. And every day I would answer just a few questions. What stood out? What made sense? What didn't make sense? And I was blown away at how the scripture just came came alive from day 5 to day 10 to day 20. Things that I didn't understand were making sense. As I would be driving in my car, I would see a billboard or I'd listen to a song on the radio or someone would say something and it would just, the scriptures would rush into my head. And it was at the end of that 30 days that I was committed, that I knew that this was the living word, sharper than any double-edged sword. And once that connected for me, once I saw the scriptures, and not just from an intellectual, but from a deep down intrinsic level, it changed everything for me. 
And so that's my hope for you, that I can come along as a partner, as a friend, as we wrestle with the scriptures and we get comfortable being uncomfortable as we read. That's where we find the beauty. So here's what we're going to do. We're going to wrap this episode up and we're going to look forward to the next three episodes as we dig into Luke chapter six and seven. After that, I hope to start releasing some topical episodes and we'll just start continuing to walk our way through the word of God together. So I hope something's been said in this episode that encouraged, inspired, or convicted you. And I look forward to us talking again soon. Have a great day.